Welcome to Flipped, the Irish animation podcast. Welcome to episode 10 of Flipped. Uh, finally, um, you might have noticed that we've uh, taken a little break, a, a, a long break perhaps. Uh, we've both been very busy, but we're back and things are almost back to normal. Uh, the only difference is that we'll be recording these intros and outros. Um, there'll be just one of us uh, because Megan is on the other side of the world in New Zealand. So it's very difficult to find time to record together. Uh, but don't worry because you're about to hear her in her uh, wonderful interview uh, with John Huiku. Um, John is a world-class look and lighting artist. Uh, he's currently working at Brownback Films as technical supervisor on their lovely show Henry Huggle Monsters. He's worked on a wide variety of, uh, of things to his films through his career. Uh, most sort of well-known, you'd know Armageddon, uh, Return of the King, um, and for Disney, Wreck-It Ralph, Tangled, and the phenomenon that is uh, Frozen. So um, over to you, Megan, and uh, enjoy the interview. Was there ever a point or you know, a period in time where you're like, hmm, that, that's actually quite fascinating to me, or did you fall into I, it? I think with... Animation in general, doesn't everyone like animation when they're kids, you know, so, so, you know, but I started out in visual effects and then, but I always was into animation and I always went to the festivals back in the eighties when I was in college, although, you know, there were a lot more festivals that went around. I don't see those, so like Spike and Mike's, you know, Spike and Mike's festival and the international tournée of animation and there were there were a few that used to go around in the 80s early 90s this mm-hmm. you know during the like liquid television era you know right. on MTV yeah so I was always into it but I didn't really think about working in it really it was it was more visual effects that I was interested in and so I was doing visual effects for Disney and DreamQuest images, and then. Is that how started off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I started off in, in at Disney, because that was a division of Disney. You know, it's owned by Disney. We were doing Disney films and Bruckheimer films that were paid for by Disney, that kind of yeah. thing. And, and then I, then they sh- kind of shut down the visual effects department. And then I went to New Zealand mm-hmm. for Return of the King, yeah. and that was visual effects too. But then, then I came back for Sky Captain, and then after Sky Captain, I was just I really wanted to just get into animation instead of visual effects because I thought the schedule would be a little better. You know, the projects were a little longer, mm-hmm. and 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 that was true that the. The schedule was a little better, but I still did a lot of hours. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, but it was, I think it, it, it was less stressful than visual effects. Mm-hmm. So, okay. and what, um, what about, I mean, obviously, as soon as I saw you worked on Return of the King, I was extremely excited. And um, so you were working in Weta the whole time mm-hmm. or yeah. And, um, you were a texture artist and a technical artist, mm-hmm. is that correct? I did um, texture painting. Mm-hmm. There it was, there, it wasn't look development, it was, there were texture painters and then shader writers. So it was... And what's, what is that? 
Yeah, shader writers. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so they the yeah it was oh, it was like random man code. Okay. It wasn't there was no interface or they didn't use anything that was mm-hmm. you know an interactive you know material maker. Mm-hmm. It was all just random man code. Right. So so that was texture painting. Mm-hmm. And would that be? Matte paintings as well. Uh, yeah, I was doing matte painting. So, so the, the the texture painting finished up because mm-hmm. the assets have to be done, mm-hmm. and then I moved on to matte painting mm-hmm. and uh, just environments. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's kind of at at Weta. It was environments were just that would include matte painting or right. the sky domes and things like that. So it was kind of together. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there was a separate matte painting department too, I think, that, that did just straight matte paintings. But then environments would be kind of both because there were set extensions and matte paintings and sky domes and stuff like that. So it was kind of lumped all together. Right. And is there anything that's, you know, that if we were to go to shop, whatever, we'd be like, there's Jones painting, or is well, it great, it's just always a collaborative? No, the, um, the Black Gates. The Black Gates? Yeah, really? that, did that environment, Love where that. it all, the ground opened up and it all fell down into the, into the ground. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was the best thing I worked on. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And, and how, how did that develop? Um, you know, was there, was that all through I worked with Alan Lee a lot. Yeah, he would come over to my desk all the time. Yeah, and he would be the the main person. Mm-hmm. And then Peter Jackson would see it in reviews. Yeah. And, you know, so I guess, but then Alan was working with Peter. You know, during the visual development stage, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, there were there were concept paintings, and and there was there was a lot of R and D for that ground plane and to break it up and all that. And there was a miniature set for that. Mm-hmm. And the gates were about uh, maybe four feet tall. And so I got to go there and take photos of it. And, right. Yeah. Did you ever tend to just get into the set and kind of have a little... Oh, yeah, all over, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you could actually so. break anything or... No. <laughs> <laughs> actually, it was, there's a lot of broken stuff on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but then, <laughs> Yeah, it's because it's just foam, so yeah. it's not very durable. No, there's all pieces broken and stuff. Okay. And that, was, that was pretty cool. It, I went to a lot of the sets to take photos for textured maps, you know. Because a lot of the textures are made from photos, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a constant back and forth between kind of the physical miniature realm and then, you know, you're constantly working in tandem, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Black Gates were your favorite, but were there any, you know, other good stories or um, anything else that you were particularly fond of working on in that film? Well, I did the textures for the CG Grand, which I don't even think they used. You know, the huge battery. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they used the CG one. But oh. it was, it came out pretty cool, but yeah. I don't think they used it, or maybe in one shot. And I yeah. spent a lot of time on that, because there were a lot of pieces, and okay. it was a lot of work. Was that, did you work on the textures first and then they, they built this physically afterwards, or...? No, it, it was already built, yeah. And, and the catapults, too, those, I did 
those and photograph those. And those are already built. And those are full size, the catapults. Anyway. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, from, from you know, what, having a look at your career path and everything like that, like, it, lighting and textures just seems to be, you know, where you live, your, the, the things that you're most excited about. Um, I was just wondering, you know, is that just something that you kind of gradually got into as you went along, or was it always something that fascinated you? You know, I, 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 I did always like it. Mm-hmm. And... In the beginning, I did lots of things, you know, animation and, and, and effects and just seeing what I liked. And I, I don't know, I just, I guess, the, the texture painting and, and look and lighting kind of drew me the most. I, I found the animation tedious. Right. <laughs> you know, so. And, and lighting actually can get pretty tedious, too. So I started, at Disney, I started moving away. It just it turns into this just getting things rendered mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's, it's not that fun. Yeah, you know? so much technical. And actually, the, the deadlines are the worst in lighting because okay. it's the end of the line. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so every other department who delivered late is all lighting can't deliver That's late. You, yeah. It has to be done. So, so yeah, I kind of was getting away from that. Yeah. <laughs> and what's the on? Was it no, no, I'm just I'm on my own, you know. Nothing, oh, you know, not really. Do you have you know, shorts I, or? You know, I never. I, you know, I've I've been working right out of school, so I never. And I didn't study animation. I studied art. Yeah. This was Lowell. Yeah, uh, yeah. University of Lowell, which is now University of Massachusetts Lowell. Oh, okay. They they changed the name. Mm-hmm. And in the eighties, there were no CG animation <laughs> classes. You yeah. know, that you couldn't get a degree in it or study it or anything yeah. so well, that's really interesting that you studied art and then I'm just wondering how you go from studying art to getting into visual effects. well I was working in a research lab with a lot of computer science people oh, wow. so and I did a lot of graphic stuff there and mm-hmm. I had Alias Studio and Avid System yeah. and stuff like that mm-hmm. and and so that yeah I had a lot of I had a lot of really expensive equipment that I get to do whatever I want. <laughs> so that's where I learned everything, okay. pretty much. The, you know, the foundation, you know, mm-hmm. getting started. There and was a lot of self-teaching as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, everything. Yeah. The, myself and my brother, um, we watched Bulletproof Monk a good few years ago. Oh, yeah. And, like, just loved the epic cheese. Just, just thought it was a fantastic that's funny. fun film. I just couldn't believe when I saw that you'd worked on so you were a composer on that. Was that, was that yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just a, a short little thing. Yeah. That was at Boy Wonder Effects. And else? And Armageddon. Um, that, that was an interesting one. Did you, you know, were you working on more particular sections? That was compositing. Like, I did a lot of those, the earth shots and mm-hmm. putting a glow on and... I did most of the uh, lens flares for all the lights, you know, like there's that like vehicle driving around on the asteroid and it has like a dozen lights and they all have a lens flare on them. So I did a lot of lens flares. The Abrams Prize beautiful series when you saw it. I also saw that you worked on Chicken Little and Meet the Robinsons. And so that was lighting and compositing again. And yeah, that that was lighting and compositing Mm -hmm. on those and. 
Chicken Little was the first CG feature at Disney, mm-hmm. and so the pipeline was a little, little rough at the time, and yeah. it got better, and then more lighting on Meet the Robinsons, lighting a lot of shots, yeah. uh, like 80 shots or something like that. I don't know, maybe that's maybe 1,200 shots or something. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was just straight lighting, and that's, and, and that's where I was kind of wanting to do more look. So then on Bolt, I started doing look development. Okay. How did you find the transition? Was it very different from the point of view of the, of the type of work you had to do? Did you find that, you know, there were things that you didn't have to think of anymore? You know, maybe tracking wouldn't have been as much of an issue um, in animation because you have so much control, I would imagine. Um, but, you know, tracking would be a bigger thing in Working with you know film stuff, um, but you know what, what was what was the big difference? Well, the compositing is a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> There's no no green screens or anything. Okay. So. Yeah, that, that makes a yeah. huge difference. Yeah, and the tracking and roto and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like on all the compositing I did was it's all film stuff and it was it's a lot of work mm-hmm. kind of, but I, I liked doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. So is it kind of the, the satisfaction of, of problem solving? Yeah, and, yeah, uh, absolutely. And if, if you were to like if you were to chat to someone who was really interested in getting into compositing and everything like that, is there is there any kind of advice that you'd you'd give them? You know, learn Nuke. <laughs> learn Nuke. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Everything about it. Yeah. Okay, it's a Which, good program. Yeah. Well, and I I was doing all that work with Shake. That was before Nuke. So. Okay. Is that the same company? No, no, okay. no. Apple bought Shake and kind of killed it. Tangled Ever After, you did look developments on that. So mm-hmm. that film before Tangled or No, that was after. Okay. That was that was like, well, I can't remember. It was like right at the very end. It was it was no, I think it was a little gap. We did it in the spring, I think, after it came out, and because I guess it was on the DVD or something. Or, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I did Flynn's uh, wedding outfit, you know, oh, the gold and white one. Yeah. Yeah, and, and also the cart. Yeah, you know, and the Just Mary on the back and all that, that kind of stuff. And, yeah, yeah. There weren't a lot of new assets in there because mm-hmm. it's all existing characters and things like that. But there, there were some new things. Okay. What about, were there any, you know, were there any stories from, you know, I don't know if Lenke worked on that? Did you get to work with Glenn on? Uh, you worked on Tangled anyway, yeah. uh, as well, and you know, on, on the huge character, Alan, I'm sure, not alone there. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't work a lot with him mm-hmm. because he was like the animation soup on it. Okay. He, he started out as a director, and then mm-hmm. he, they, you know, they put new directors on, and yeah. he, he was an animation supervisor or, or something. I, I don't remember the exact yeah. director of animation. I don't remember the exact yeah. title. But I did go to a lot of like character dailies, and because it was like the character team, and so it'd be everyone that worked on a character would go, and so so even though I wasn't doing animation, I would still go to like these character reviews, and there would be animation reviews in there too. So I'd sit through those, and he was in on those all the time. Mm-hmm. He would do drawovers worked on the spot. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I've seen a couple of them. I think there was yeah. one. Uh, scene that I, that I saw um, 
to in the boat to see the the lamps kind of coming out or the lanterns I should say, and uh, whatever animation is done, a really fantastic job. It's looking great, and then it shows him drawing over it. He just changed like three poses or something. Like that. Oh yeah. wow! It's just the yeah. difference was insane. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, so you got to witness all oh, of yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah. and you know, did you did you go to it just out of interest or? I suppose it would be helpful for you to know every stage anyway for if you're composing or if you're... I was just out of interest. I wouldn't have to be in that. Some, sometimes it was something that maybe they were going to talk, talk about something I did or, mm-hmm. or there'd be a little overlap, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, so I suppose um, this working in Brown Bag on the Penguin of the Monster, working um, on television... Now, is this the first time that you've worked in television? Uh, to yeah. And how are you finding that? It's fun. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it hasn't really... Yeah, it's, it's different, you know. Yes. It's, it's, and in, in a good way, you know. Well, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Probably not enough time to really figure it it's, out. It's, yeah. it's different, mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's, it's more challenging to work with the lower budgets, I think, you okay. know. And, and the whole outsourcing thing is new, so... Yeah, yeah. You know, dealing with overseas studios and mm-hmm. that kind of... Finding that, uh, you know, it's got to be, yeah, you know, super yeah. precise. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think... That's, that's interesting. That's but that's something I wanted to get into and, and mm-hmm. you know, learn about. Yeah, I'm sure so many... I really wanted to. So many things are doing that now, for whatever reasons, probably mostly budgetary yeah. at this point. Yeah. Is there anything, kind of, in your career so far that you've kind of geeked out about like who's there anybody that you worked with that you're like oh my god I can't believe I'm working with this person or probably a few I'm trying <laughs> to think I don't would you geek out would you no no I'm not really like that yeah I'm trying to think if there's yeah I, I yeah. know I met um, Eric Goldberg briefly at um, uh, you, you would know Eric yeah, yeah. well He's super nice. Yeah, yeah, he seems lovely. Yeah, he's super nice. I started working, making my own short over at Disney, and he mm-hmm. and I went. I talked to him quite a bit about yeah. some of the stuff I was doing, some of the animation. Yeah. Got some consultation from him, so that's that was cool. Not to yeah. Say it does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, what what stage did you get your your short? Not very say? far. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I I thought I was gonna have more time to work on it, some yeah. you know downtime between projects, and yeah. it just I got too busy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so I suppose I I really like to make sure that we talk about Frozen because um obviously we we saw it all here as a group, mm-hmm. um, and I just thought it was it was beautiful to look at. I was actually looking at some of the stuff that Brittany Lee did for it, and mm-hmm. um, I thought it was it was just you know stunning. I can't wait to get the artwork to be honest. And um, but were you there from the very beginning to see how that developed? Um, no, not not really, because I was working on Wreck-It Ralph, and that I was on the, till the very end of mm-hmm. Wreck-It Ralph. So a lot of people had been working on it for you know a few months. Yeah. And, as far as look development, 
But uh, and you know the Vizdev starts a lot earlier, yeah. so so that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I always see it when it's all approved and finaled, and okay. then it goes to look. Right. So okay. and I started. When did I? When I started that around November. Mm-hmm. After, like, so I guess right when Racket Ralph came out, I started working on Frozen. And there no <laughs> yeah, there, there was there was no downtime really in between there. Yeah. Might have been two weeks. Okay. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> that so yeah. And then I worked on it till the summer. Okay. And um, you were talking about you just gave that little speech about, you know, eating just partly the ice and everything that could work mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so well. Mm-hmm. Um so that was you know, did you have a team behind that or was that kind of your baby or Yeah, that, the whole the look development of the opening sequence, I pretty much did everything. Mm-hmm. Like the whole environment. And, yeah, and the, the ice blocks, mm-hmm. and young Kristoff, and they didn't do the horses, because I, I think they took the horses from something else. I did the cart, you know, there was a, the ice cart, and, right. and uh, all the tools, and uh, someone, someone did, I did, the initial look for the guys, you know, because the, they're the same characters as the other town villager right. crowd people, mm-hmm. but just different clothes. So someone, someone took those and just changed their clothes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Did a good job. You don't really notice. I don't think. It. Yeah. Um, and I groomed young Kristoff and okay. put my son's freckles on him. Really? Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I tried to make him look m- more like my son, you know. Just my son usually has messier hair. <laughs> like, I'll make it a little neater, and yeah. you know. So. That's, that's brilliant. And like, do you find that you can ever really appreciate the film itself, or are you always kind of going, oh, you know, I like that part, or it's a shame we didn't get it? Yeah, it, it, it's hard. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to really look at it. Mm-hmm. Objectively, yeah. you know, it's, <laughs> it's like it's just—it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what about some of your old films? Have you ever have you ever gone back to rewatch them and gone? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then a- after a while. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything yeah. that you were particularly happily surprised by? Or my kids were just watching George of the Jungle last night on oh, yeah. on Netflix. Oh yeah. Okay. The live action one. That's. That's kind of funny. Just... They're like, "What did you do on it?" They're yeah. like, "You really worked on it." <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's old. That was yeah. that was uh, ninety six. It's ninety seven or something. Yeah. You know, so that was a while ago. Yeah. That was the first feature film I worked on. And was that was that nerve wracking or like you seem to be nervous? No, no, it wasn't. You don't get nervous or anything. No. Okay. Alright, that's that's a good skill to have. Yeah. Maybe tell everybody how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, I, I suppose from what I was saying earlier on, um, if we could maybe get a chance to touch on it, but um, if from, from the point of view of obviously time and budget, TV is a, is a different animal to, to film. And you were saying you don't watch a huge amount of TV um, to kind of compare or anything like that. But um, do you think that there are areas that you know could can be worked on and will improve? And is there anything that you've seen I remember a few years ago watching something called Fanboy and Chum Chum. I don't know if you've ever seen it. 
um, but it was the first time that I'd ever seen a proper squash and stretch uh, in, in TV and I think you know with him like a monster and everything like that you know we have all that I, I find that really exciting that mm-hmm. you know you're getting back to that old school animation rather than just kind of you know I can't do anything yeah. with my arms yeah. or anything like that but is there anything that you're particularly excited about um, that's changed in the last few years that in, in TV animation in TV more so yeah yeah, well, it, it's definitely getting better looking. Mm-hmm. You know, there was even just because I've been watching little kid TV with my kids, yeah. and for the last five years, and even just in the last five years, stuff is is getting better. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna like name shows, yeah. but there's some <laughs> shows that they were watching when they were toddlers, and it's like oh, this lighting is just atrocious, you yeah. know, and motion capture dancing and stuff oh, yeah. like that and it's just like it's scary yeah and the motion capture shows i'm not really into those yeah and, you know yeah think, everything on like henry huggle monster is like completely hand animated yeah. no motion capture yeah Absolutely. And, it, it does and i think it shows yeah. you know it's not in, i think the cg kids shows are getting better mm-hmm. the animation is getting better and, yeah and the studios all around the world the animators are getting better so that, that's pretty cool yeah. you, you can study it now you can just go to school and study yeah. it so, <laughs> and it's, there's so many examples online that, mm-hmm. that you can watch you know yeah. it's, it's kind of easy these days to get into it that when I graduated college there was still no world wide web you know yeah. there, was, <laughs> there was pre-Netscape and mm-hmm. so yeah it was completely it's different totally it's different. so much easier now to yeah. to go online and learn stuff and and, and see it just even just to, to get animation onto video mm-hmm. I had to put it on VHS tapes frame by frame you know you couldn't just be you couldn't just make a movie clip on a computer and play it yeah you couldn't do it so or on my Amiga I could do like some limited you know, if it was 16 colors, then I could play a few seconds of video, of, you know, like an animation, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it was, <laughs> it was bad, it's, it's so easy now. Yeah, I suppose it would be a, a help to creativity more, more oh, than yeah. anything, yeah. Yeah. It, it's a lot easier, you don't, you don't get caught up so much in the process, maybe, um, Yeah. so do you think if maybe render farms were incredibly fast, that would... Yeah, that, that, that'll, that'll be the next thing. We'll mm-hmm. move to renders like Arnold and mm-hmm. a lot of ray tracing. Mm-hmm. You just need more processor power to crank that stuff up. Yeah. But I think everything's going in the way of ray tracing and mm-hmm. you know, renders like Arnold and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that's instead of render man with all the kind of hacks, the pre-calculated shadows and mm-hmm. point clouds and things like that. I just and I look forward to that because I I don't like all that those workarounds to make stuff look good and kind of render efficient it's just it's a lot of artists that's one of the things I don't like about lighting so much is that just the stuff that you do that's not lighting it's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's render management and and things like that that's you know that's not fun because typically for lighting you're gonna spend maybe. Present any time actually lighting, you know, yeah. It's 
it's all waiting or rendering or yeah. stuff making fixing broken things and, yeah. yeah I suppose the, the, the problem solving element is probably interesting to you oh yeah was, yeah 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 it is but then when it it's just routine the same thing over and over it's just yeah more, yeah and it can just gets on your wick yeah <laughs> i'm gonna be teaching a class soon are you yeah. let's talk about that uh, what are you uh, what are you gonna be teaching i'm gonna teach a few classes at ballet firm it amazing uh, just just like three weeks i'm gonna do it Great, right. and what are you going to be teaching? Look and lighting. And I'm going to teach something, a workshop at the Animation Skill Net. And that'll be look and lighting. Yeah. I'm you know, not sure how we're going to work that out yet, but yeah. we'll do something. Nice. You know? Yeah. And hopefully you have the, the creative and the technical aspects, yeah. which will be so useful yeah. Yeah. to everybody. And yeah. I suppose you probably haven't decided whether it would be from a, a TV or a film perspective. Possibly doesn't really matter. Getting a job. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people, they wouldn't really, you know, if they got the job, then that would be enough. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're going to be picky about one or the other yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, you really yeah. shouldn't be especially in Dublin you know yes. it's not it's not a lot to choose from yeah. as far as animation goes yeah absolutely I think it's it's, it's growing um, an awful lot like is this the first time that you've ever worked in Ireland it seems to be yeah you haven't yeah. worked for Ireland remotely or anything no nope. no yeah it'd be interesting to see how it, it grows even over the next while that you're here yeah Well, at work. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just curious to know because I know I, I graduated to, two and a half years ago, and you know we, we would have had visual communication and, and all of that, but it wasn't really 3D based. And um, you know, if you really wanted to do 3D, you could push for it. And the tutors, you know, that that's not a problem. But and um, I just don't think it's something that is really taught enough here yet, and that's why animation skill net and you know that firms and Dunleary are setting up these additional courses and kind of that. Did you find when you were working in Disney, I don't know if you were ever in charge of looking at people's CVs, resumes? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I was involved in that. Okay. Quite a bit. And did you, were there any kind of like common mistakes for someone who was applying for development and they're like, oh, that's a shame? There just aren't a lot of people that are putting their wheels in for look and lighting. Okay. It's all animation and, yeah. and, It'd be nice if there were more people in the quarter, because I don't, I, I, it's like a secondary thing for some people, it, yeah. you know, and some people are not that good at animating, you know, yeah. and they should just admit it, because yeah. cause it, and, and if, if you're going to send your reel to Disney for an internship, you got to be awesome, yeah. you know, especially, especially in animation, yeah. and in look and lighting, there were just limited reels we were getting, not mm-hmm. not that many. So yeah. you had, people had a lot better chance of getting in uh, yeah. if if they weren't sending it for animation. Yeah. It'd be animation and, and visual development were the, the big ones. Yeah. That like so many people. So many people you know, yeah. You can imagine that fact. So you can, I think it you know, it is such a shame. I know from, from working here, you know, one of the things that we do struggle with is to find new lighters if we ever need them. And um, 
people here this is a fantastic area to work in and, and so important yeah I, thanks so much for for this interview So we want to say a special thanks uh, to John for taking time to do that wonderful interview. And as you heard there towards the end, um, John is teaching a class uh, through Animation Skillnet. So that's uh, the details of that are on animationskillnet.ie. Um, it's lighting and rendering uh, course. Uh, it starts at the end of September uh, 2014, in case you're listening to this later time. So, But I think the applications need to be in by the 17th. So if you're listening to this live straight away, um, as soon as it comes out, you've got a few days to still um, enrol for that. The other thing we wanted to mention was, uh, it's come around again so quickly, the Animation Art Show 2014, which is uh, artists, animation artists from, from all over uh, donate art. Um, and there's an auction and then all the money goes to the Jack and Jill Foundation and the ISPCC, the Irish Prevention of Cruelty to Children. So it's a charity auction happening in the middle of October, the 17th, 18th and 19th in the Temple Bar Gallery in Dublin. If you are an animation artist and you want to submit something, you've still got two or three weeks left, so submissions need to be in for that by the 1st of October. Uh, the details for that one are at www.animationartshow.com. As usual, we love to hear what you think. Um, you can get in touch. It's flippedpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, the Facebook page is facebook.com slash flippedpodcast. If you want to tweet at me, I'm at Aidan McAteer. Megan is at the Meg Bar, um, and if you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends and uh, come on by next time for another exciting episode of Flipped. Take it easy. See you later. Bye. The Flipped Animation Podcast was produced by Megan McMahon and Aidan McAteer, edited by Aidan McAteer and Megan McMahon, and featured music from Royalty Free musiclibrary.com. For more information, check out our website, www.flippedpodcast.com.